0: Alright, it's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. About SW Shooters and Prospectors. What is SW Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing reveal from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Our chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at Prices that were shillings less than others. I framed my nine pieces of eight in no time. Sammy?
1: I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at s and Shooter and Prospector's?
0: Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arrgh. contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I passion rum not included. CAUTION Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. <laughs> we're back.
1: Yeah, we made I it. Think. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, Frank Juarez got in. He's having <laughs> trouble hooking up for fuck, and we're trying to get him worked in there. And, hey, Ian, how you doing, Melissa? All they're still rolling in. But uh, I was just talking with Josh on the phone a little bit ago, and he says, what is going on with silver? And I said, well, it's kind of stuck. It's not climbing. It's bouncing between 21 and 23. The the spot market is open overseas right now, and I just had that up on here. And, actually, it's down to 22.68 right now. Gold dropped $5.00. And that's current. I don't know if you can see this or not, if it reads backwards. Eh, It's not doing well. Not doing well. Oh, well. But that's the Kitco. I got the Kitco app. I I pay close attention to to gold spot, things like that, and, and silver. So it's soft. And But Josh made the point. He's trying to get things for the show. Occasionally, and he bids average circulated, and it's people are bidding well over spot. And um, I don't know what to tell you because normally the silver and gold market have some ties to things throughout the world, and gold, especially with India and China, have a they kind of got like a buying season in India. It truthfully, it's the wedding seasons and they go out and they build the dowries up for the gals and they buy a lot of gold to lavish them with. And it literally will push the market up silver on the other hand. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And silver on the other hand, it all depends upon supply and demand. If that supply falls off, and the demand goes up. I just saw a thing, one guy, a, a dealer talking about silver demand is down. And um, I don't see where it's down by the buyers of coinage. Now, maybe it's down right, yeah, rounds and stuff, but I don't see it in the coinage. coinage. U.S. coin, uh, constitutional coinage. Is still up there, good. So, hey, Frankson, house. and um, Scott, oh. all's in here. They're they're rolling in heavy now. So you know, as detectress, the favorite find is get out, and get some silver, and then uh, to get gold, all the better. So, but uh, the spot market on gold is strong. Is going to continue to be strong With the way the world's in now Keep an eye on stuff I'm not telling you To go out and buy a lot of silver coinage If you would happen to come across An estate sale And you make a good buy I'd be picking it up I'd be buying be it, up it up And stacking them. it away Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause uh, I,
0: I can tell you Like right now I'm seeing calls Going for Two and a half times spot, wow. On dimes, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Uh, like say two weeks ago, probably as short of amount of time as two weeks ago, I was able to pick up silver quarters all day long. You know, two fifty, three, three fifty, maybe even four dollars a piece. Now I'm seeing them going for six,
1: seven, eight, nine. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know it. I know it. Um, and that may be people trying to stack because there's dire warnings on our dollar not going to make it and stay the standard in the world. So that could devalue it, and we've got enough problems as it is. And then, uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a broker, I'm not a dealer, but I will tell you this much, having a little of it tucked away, especially the smaller denominations. And this was explained to me why they trade easier. Dimes, quarters, halves. Uh, they trade easier. Right, and and that's not, and that's not just in
0: silver. I mean, that's, you know, what ten yeah. years, ten, twelve, maybe even a little further back, that's what drove the popularity of fractional gold
1: up. Hmm. Now you pay a higher. So it's the same way with gold. Yeah, but pay a higher price by the gram. Yeah, you will
0: pay a premium for the fractional. You will pay
1: higher premiums on grams, tenths, and on it goes. And, uh, but it may trade easier for you in the future if you need to trade it. It'll absolutely trade easier. So that's the kind of stuff that's going on. And, uh, We'll keep an eye on the market. That's
0: that's one of the things that actually drove the popularity of fractional gold was back when, uh, what was it? I think if you sold more than maybe it was like $600 of gold in one shot, that's when the paper trail started. And that's what drove that popularity in fractional gold because you could sell fractional gold and stay under the radar. Some of the states, some states still yeah. accept gold yes, they as do. the barter. Yep. I mean, they've got, well, and you know, they've got the scale right there behind the counter. I've,
1: I've traded in gold off and on, especially in Alaska. That was no problem. Uh, Nor Cal. Yeah. Uh, even locally. Go to a, uh, go,
0: don't, I go. Stay, I think.
1: Go
0: ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say, I want to say, I think uh, there there might even be some areas in Oklahoma that still accept gold as trade.
1: Well, there's a lot of places out west that accept it uh, for trade. Now I've done a lot of trade in gold and silver on detectors, firearms in the past uh, and other things um traded guys come in and brought me gold uh enough gold they walked out with new detectors and i'm not talking cheap ones they they brought a lot of good gold in. i check it i have a test kit which i have to renew i'm out of stuff almost so but yeah gold trades easily even here i, I mean, the local pond the place that has got the big sign up that says we buy gold um For the most part, I yeah don't go there. Don't go there. Uh, They're working on twenty percent to twenty-five percent in their pocket when they deal with you. And if yeah, absolutely, they got to make their money too. Yeah, I've got I've had goldsmiths buy the fine gold that I've gotten because they melt it and reuse it, and they're paying me. Just a shade under spot, which is fine because most of it's 88 to 90%, so uh, right, the metal's involved. So uh, I've done that several times. In fact, I've had one contact me a couple times because he liked what I was getting him.
0: Well, and the crazy part, I've even had people messaging me the past few days wanting to know if I've got any coins or scrap jewelry that I'd be willing to sell. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not a seller. I'm a stacker.
1: Yep. So just, and most people are picking it up. I've seen a couple of them say they're stacking. Um uh, doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. No. No. But that, that's the caveat there is there's so many people with it tucked away back in 1980 when the Hunt brothers tried to pull their we're going to corner the market thing on gold and silver. More came out than they could even imagine. And meteoric, right. meteoric rise of, of silver and gold at that point. It caught them and then they got caught in some illegal trading with it and things like that that's the rise and fall of it but man there for a while I literally and they were out. awful close to
0: corner in the market they were they were I mean that that was the great silver melt uh silver what
1: was that 40 40- 42, um, $44 now? It made actually touch 50. It even hit 48. Yeah, it touched 50 briefly. And then that's where the crash occurred right after that. It went down as sharp as it went up. Right.
0: Bottom oh. just fell out.
1: But those using some common sense. I literally saw guys, uh, a buyer down in Davenport, a uh, coin company down there was given. Pretty good money, and you didn't have connectivity. You didn't know where a uh, smelter or a buyer was, other than local stuff at that time. And uh, they were paying good, good money on it. And uh, I saw guys standing in line with bags, cashing that out. Oh I'm yeah, talking-
0: yeah. I mean, they weren't taking in handfuls; they were taking in pounds.
1: They were taking in pounds. Yeah. You know, family had a bunch of silver pulled away, and we're gonna get our money out of it. But there were some yeah. really nice silver antiques going and get melted.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it didn't just affect the coins. It the silver antiques, the silver jewelry, all right. of that. I mean it, it was all going to melt at that point, and that's actually uh you know people that are big into numismatics that's actually what drove the value of some of the coins up
1: that's right yeah we got more rolling in hey richard crookmeyer how you doing barbs in the house yeah tom Kingry's in there so but you know i always told myself if it would in 2011, I sold a bunch of gold, uh, silver, not a bunch of gold. It it went up real well in 2011, and I sold to a private buyer twice, two different guys, and uh, I wasn't getting anything less than three and a quarter of a dime at that time, which was above spot. It got up around 30, 32, 33, and I was getting three and a quarter, maybe a little better on dimes. That's our most often found silver is a dime. Wow.
0: Well, yeah. But that, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. You figure that the halves, the dollars, the quarters, they still turn up now and then in detecting, but they don't turn up as often as the dimes do. And a big reason for that is that the larger silver was easier to find. That's
1: right. Cleaned up quicker. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it sure went in my pallets awful quick whenever I could find it.
1: <laughs> so uh, that's what's going on with silver, you know. And for those of you out there, if you ever want to track it, you get a nice app out of Kitco, and they're, they're one of the leaders out there in the field. And now we're down 12 cents on silver since we started talking. We were down eight. Now we're down 12. Platinum's down a buck and the spot market is open overseas so you know and if you can go from ounce and you can see what gram like uh gold right now ask on it 65.38 a gram silver 72 cents ask is 73 uh, a gram now there's 31.1 grams to an ounce so you can figure it up and uh Find out what your stuff's doing. And
0: and there's very handy apps out there for that, like
1: coinflation. Yep. And that'll tell you what you can sell a dime, a dime, a silver dime, 64 and earlier, for. It calculates. You'd say you got 10 dimes, and you put it in there, and it'll it'll be – uh Chris Gibson Kitco K I T C O
0: Yeah that that is one of the best sources for if if you're big on following the market price and everything that is one of the best sources to use they are usually the most up to date and the most reliable and usually the some of the other apps that you see reflecting spot price of gold silver platinum they're, they're pulling that directly from Kitco.
1: So Kitco's yeah. got it first a lot of times. Yeah. So, you know, you got oh. 90% silver and a dime. Your smelter's going to keep 10%. So you get 80 cents. Well, the quality lot. ones. The quality ones. And if you go into We Buy Gold, you might get 60 cents, if you're lucky, 55 cents on the dollar on its melt value. So you can uh, kind of figure it from there.
0: Right. So those that, uh, if they're lucky enough to have any fractional gold, like, say, a gram bar, it'd be real easy to figure out what that thing's worth. If you feel like you have to get off of it. Right. But it's also a great way to get rid of the, uh, the odds and ends, the bits and bobs of broken pieces of jewelry that we find out in the field. Yep. As long as you've got a decent enough scale and you can, you know,
1: yep. test yep. it
0: for purity.
1: Yep. So it's, uh, in for Informed selling, Um, you should know what you're dealing with, and uh, it's good to stay informed, keep an eye on it, and uh, it's a hedge against your inflation. Right,
0: and you definitely want to keep an eye on it, because it doesn't take much of a fluctuation sometimes, especially in terms of gold where if you're a little out of date on that price, you could get raked over the coals if you're buying.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. So, you know, like I said, back in the day in the seventies and eighties, you didn't have this connectivity. You didn't, you couldn't push a button on the screen and get up to the minute quotes on precious metals at all. Uh, you had to do some phone calling, talk to the local coin shops and things like that. And maybe a, if, if you were into gold, you could talk to a goldsmith locally and get some money. But, uh, uh, yeah, we should stay informed. Uh, and gold and silver are not only driven by demand, uh, world unrest. Uh, world unrest, World times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. World events. And you know, you made a good point earlier too that the uh, the Chinese government actually encourages their yes, citizens
1: do. to purchase gold. Yes, they do. Yeah, and they believe in hard currency. And well, I can't blame them there. <laughs> no, no. And if you talk to at least 70% of the Americans today, they've got some silver and they got some gold, maybe stats. Hey, Marshes, how you doing? And um, we'll see what happens in world peace. I believe in that too, but. Uh. Sometimes
0: though, it's hard to get everyone, you know, in the same
1: book, let alone the same page. Right, put it that way. Or H is stacking iron. Nothing wrong with that either, because scrap iron, copper, brass—that's all went up. Just keep an eye on it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Even lead, up. Yep. and me, some right?
0: of us find plenty of that out there detecting.
1: Yep, I generally give mine to Frank to. Um, uh, he likes to make his jig heads and stuff.
0: Right, make his own. He gets the lead, I'm I'd sure. Stuff. Yep.
1: That's, well, uh,
0: I'm sure he appreciates that, especially at the price that lead is.
1: Okay, even on Kitco, I just rolled it up here. Price per pound on lead, and it's at a pound price is down a little bit at ninety-seven two seven. In other words, about a buck a pound. So all this other stuff you dig up, you can turn it in. Copper right now at a pound is three eighty one nickels seven and a quarter aluminum 0.9981 cents a pound. So, and if you crazy, Yep. It is. Wow. And if you find rhodium, you just got yourself a handful of it. It's right now at an ounce. $5,050. Oh, well, I'll have to break yep. open the safe and <laughs> get a couple of pounds of that out. Yep. yep. There, Bar- Barb's going yep, to start keeping buckets of everything. If you find some old copper tube and wire and that kind of stuff, the good stuff, uh, you would be surprised how fast you, it can um, add up. We've got a guy on the club. He collects aluminum cans, copper, everything from the guys, takes it down, gets it melted, and it goes into the club. Yeah. And especially when you've got a,
0: a group, you know, like all of the club members contributing to a cause like that.
1: It doesn't take much to have a pile. That's right. That's right. And, uh, or as you're saying, he's got many buckets of separate metals going on. I Me, mean, I've got two buckets. I throw everything in yep. it, then I'll down, sort it, rinse dirt off, that kind of stuff. I do turn in copper and brass, I find. Mm-hmm. It takes a little while.
0: And if you get on an old spot, uh, red brass is even
1: more valuable. I've Yeah. Got a higher copper level, doesn't it?
0: uh yeah, yeah, if I remember right,
1: but you know uh I know a lot of guys that do a lot of side scrapping do pretty well oh, yeah, too. yeah, Ian says cancel slaw finally paying off
0: uh actually, yeah, it does. I mean, all that stuff adds up, and I know of plenty of people that you know they'll they'll take that into the scrap yard whether it's lead, aluminum, whatever. And that may pay for their gas to attend an event. Or maybe it even pays for their registration fee for an event. That's right. New pinpointer, new digger, whatever.
1: I it mean, all adds up. You can squeeze a little more money out of what you're doing out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I used to... <clears throat> quite a bit i would take cuz you know we find pull tabs everywhere and i would bring them home wash them up throw them in a bin and take them in and donate them to charity
1: good i mean you know the king be Grocery stores were doing a lot of it, they aren't doing much, anymore. right? We're having, uh, our intermittent back and forth, losing each other.
0: Yeah, it happens a little bit still, but. I, I still say that that should rectify itself pretty good once your uh, internet's updated. Yeah. Or at least we'll know at that point whose
1: end it's on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. It's probably the I mean, it's, it's acting up. Right. Travis said he sold his pop cans Friday at 52 cents a pound. And You know, if it's $0.99 a pound, you know, by the time you sell it off, then the buyer takes it to wherever he's going with it. And, you know, that type of stuff, That probably too bad, $0.52 a pound. It takes a lot of cans to make a pound, though. Holy smokes.
0: Yeah, $0.52 a pound ain't bad. It's nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, if you've got a hundred pounds of cans, well, right, right there's
1: fifty-two bucks. And Jason says they're giving three hundred bucks plus for an old car for scrap.
0: Hmm. Well, that's the way it goes. Yeah. I mean it. It's it's up on everything.
1: Yeah. We had old, not just silver were, and gold. We had an old guy in town, he passed away a couple years ago, but that's all he did was scrap. Um, and he loved it. If you had batteries, you know, lead acids, if you didn't have, uh, turn them in when you traded your batteries and you'd see him go by, he had his truck full, he had a pickup tr- truck bed trailer and everything strapped down once, twice a week. And, um, he made pretty good money. He made real good. Yeah.
0: Money. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I used to, uh, oh, what's that been, 30 years ago or so, I used to do a lot of scrapping like that, and uh, it was a nice little side income, and that was at prices 30 years ago. Yep. I can so only imagine
1: what it'd be now. And Celeste just told everybody, it takes 33 cans to make a pound.
0: Well, there's... There's days where, when we're out there, we find that many, <laughs>
1: unfortunately. Yep. So, other ways to make a buck with that detector, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, all that trash in the pouch, it's, you know, trister once you get the dirt washed off of it, in a yep. sense.
1: Yep. Nothing wrong with that. So anyway, yep, and silver. We'll see what's happening with it. It's all—it's been kind of crazy on the silver being down, and uh, we'll see how that goes. You can't predict it very well.
0: No, uh, it's it's hard to try and, and project it. Definitely. Everything, it's just, it's it's too
1: volatile. Yeah. Well, it's like any commodity trading. Whether it be portfolio exactly. or silver. You know. Uh, if you could predict it, we'd all be millionaires. Right. Yeah. It's all worth something to
0: someone. I'll just put it that way.
1: Reading here. uh, Mike's going to do some checking this week at the place he picks his silver up. See what he's getting for it. Yep. So. Keep your eyes. Mike
0: usually gets a pretty good price.
1: And. I don't know. Any of you guys do coin roll hunting? Occasionally that pays off too.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen where people they'll go through a box of halves and they'll find a you know a, a run somewhere in that box of silver halves where you know somebody got into mom and dad's coin collection or uh maybe not necessarily getting into the coin collection, but Things got tough for somebody, so they decided to cash some in. Things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Jason, he was talking about cores coming in. Used to buy their aluminum cans directly. As a kid, we used to pick up pop bottles and get a nickel piece for them. Gather them up. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Iowa still pays on a lot of their cans and nickel recycled. You're paying it when it goes out. You get paid back a nickel per can to recycle it to them. Yeah. And a lot
0: of areas... uh, Right. And a lot of areas like that did that to... I think it was kind of their way to deter littering. Because Let's people want Facebook, to go ahead and keep a hold of it when it's worth something.
1: One of our Facebook users says they've tried coin roll hunting. Local banks, they had no success. Over 500 bucks worth of quarters, halves, dimes, nickels, not one silver found.
0: It happens like that. I mean, it's feast or famine sometimes. You could have a run like that where you don't find any, and then all of a sudden, maybe, who knows, maybe you hit a roll of silver quarters.
1: You just don't know. Just don't know. That's like. I've done the coin roll hunting thing, and most of what I found, some silver dimes, one or two quarters, and a lot of 40% silver. I've never found a lot of silver halves. Like I've seen some guys break a roll open and they got four or five halves in that roll alone. Some of them, some of them. Yeah, mean, exactly. Like a barber in there.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it like that. And even, well, I've, I hear about it too. People that check the coin starts, they're like, I've never found any silver in a coin start, but it does happen. I mean, I've found it. I know Mike has found it. There's a few of us out there, and, and some people seem to find it on a, a fairly consistent basis. Regular
1: basis, but, you know, they've got certain banks that they, they've learned to go to, and most of them aren't within a larger town. A lot of the outlying banks. Farther out you can get to a small bank, it's better. And they'll go in and say, you got any halves, right. and, you know, fresh rolls come in, whatever, and, yeah, they'll just trade them out, and generally they'll hit something.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and sometimes if you're in good with your your bank tellers, they'll even, you know, if you're in good enough with them, maybe they'll set them off to the side for you when they see them. Yeah. Any more, though, you got to be in pretty good with the bank tellers, I think, to get that to
1: happen. <laughs> All right. She says, our local coin star has so many fingers in the return slot that you'd be lucky not to pull out back a bloody stump. Stub. <laughs> right. Nobody running in the door checking that one. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep, somebody's going to want that back. So, yeah, I've never, I've found bills. I found silver certificates and change. Of course, $2 bills. Oh, yeah. $2 bills. But I've never, I've bought like 10 rolls of quarters, sat down and went through them and got one silver quarter. I bought, I think I did the same with halves. And I got several of the 40 percenters, nothing else. Right. So, you know, and the way they roll them now, some of them come out there in a semi-clear plastic. Yeah, you're right. I'm quite sure they're scanning them as they get them out. I would be. Uh Uh-huh. I would be. Makes it easier. Yeah. We've got all
0: sorts of them in the YouTube chat tonight.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of people in the house. That's good. I'm going to step away for a minute. I got a call that's coming in on the phone here.
0: All right. Well, let's see. uh, Let's see how many people are paying attention while Chuck's away taking care of the uh, phone. Let's see how many people are paying attention over on the YouTube side because I know we've got the. Uh, the mods in there and everything. Let's see if we can keep Tam busy. Uh, let's go ahead and we'll throw out a silver dime tonight, since we're talking about you know fractional silver and gold, and see who's interested. If if you're interested, just put down. I want the silver dime. And maybe Tam can catch your name in the chat there, and we'll draw a name here in a few minutes. And we'll see how that goes. We'll see who's paying attention. (laughs) Nope, no numbers. No numbers, just... Yeah, there you go. There you go. And make sure and give Tam a... A chance to catch everything. I know I did see her in the chat. Uh, So hopefully she's in there and she can grab the names. It'll give her something to do. As if she doesn't have enough to do as it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. And uh, I know when we were on Wednesday... I had, I had realized it right there at the end of the show and the way the days fell, uh, today, obviously was the next chance live. Uh, so happy belated birthday to both Phil and Tam. Yep. Both of them are groundhog day babies. And I still say we're, we're still going to have six more weeks of winter regardless.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We've got some nice weather coming your way yet. They're talking pretty yes, nice. We do. Through, pretty little chance of rain one day or two and pretty nice through this entire next week. One day they said we could get a snow mix type thing. And uh, this is a nice brick, real nice. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, Let's I figured me- I'd
0: let him roll on a silver dime, and and let Tam take the names and see. Maybe we can we can announce the silver dime winner before the end of the show. There you go. And, and speaking of winners, Kevin Barkley should have received his copper round now, and Frank received his package. He needs oh, to I get did. back to me, too, and let me know if that package is acceptable.
1: Yeah. Don once says they're getting hammered with rain. Oh, my. Yep. So. I saw. Uh, yeah, Go ahead. Phil he, Phil says he got named after a groundhog. He wants the silver dime. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah, I guess can't can't argue with that. Yep. Justin McGee down in Atlanta says it's been raining there all day. So, wow! The- <laughs> o. R. H. Puxatonic, Phil Bortner. Yep.
0: It's a wonder Phil doesn't try to say they named the groundhog after him. Could have. <laughs> but uh- well, they do share some common ground. They both like to burrow, dig. Can't argue that. Right. They were out, I guess, Phil and Shannon were out digging the other day, said that they were just a muddy mess by the time they were done. I can understand that.
1: Well, Phil just put on there, he says he's not that old. Close, but not that old. That's all right,
0: Phil. Phil. If you ask some people, I probably was around to name the groundhog.
1: Okay, Shannon, <clears throat> she's got a question on her knocks. She's losing charge quickly. Never been in the water, not seeing, seeming to charge right. Any ideas? Well, believe it or not, those batteries do wear out. I don't know how long you've yeah. had that, for the two years. And they have replacement batteries, and yes, you can replace it yourself. You just have to be careful with making sure your seals get back in. And I think a new battery is in the $40 range,
0: $30 to $40. Yeah, the uh the hmm. replacement batteries for the Noxes really are not priced all that bad. I mean, that's not yep. bad, especially as long as you feel comfortable with it. That's a that's a uh, repair that you can do yourself, especially yeah. if you've already had it long enough that it's out from under warranty. And there are YouTube videos online year, uh, that
1: will walk you right through it. One year on a battery on those machines. I've got guys that have ran the same battery for five years, and I had a gentleman that I've—he's bought two batteries. And he's had the machine four and a half years. He's had to replace them every two years. So not many of them, but yeah, they're replaceable. There's even a video on the MyLab site on how to replace that battery. Right. Good grief. I don't know how she does
0: that. She just posted up a whole slew of names from the YouTube chat. I see that. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of names. Everybody wants a piece of silver, apparently. Well, sure.
1: (laughs) Uh, Shannon, uh, if that battery's over one year old, you can send it in. And it would be. Yeah. That particular portion is out of warranty. They would... Put a new battery in if you request it. And by the way, folks, Mine Labs Warranty Repair Center has moved. It is now in Chicago. All of it's being done in Chicago. Nice. Uh,
0: and yeah, you're you're right. He could send that into Mine Lab, but she would have to pay for the repair.
1: Right. So you can call them. They got the 1-800-HELP-LAB-LINE and talk to them and see what they say. Frank, I don't know what happened to PA, but they just made this announcement two weeks ago that everything moved to Chicago. They've got technicians in-house now and 100% all of it's done there.
0: They figured they had to get away from all that
1: groundhog traffic. Must be. <laughs> so, Shannon, if yeah, uh, I, I. Oh, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I want to say I'm pretty sure that they won their Equinox at swing into summer.
1: Mm hmm. I think they did, and that's a couple so years. So the battery
0: back. is no longer covered. Yeah.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah the the battery would no longer be covered, but I mean that that's all on what you're comfortable with. Maybe you want to send it in and have it all checked over anyway. Maybe there's something else going on there, but. Like we said, the battery itself is not that expensive. There's YouTube videos that will walk you through it, and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys could get it done.
1: Right. So, I mean, and that fifteen-minute repair, maybe. Right. You can have after after warranty work repairs done in PA, but I don't know how long that's going to last either. good point John Ramoska just said 300 bucks in rolls of halves and he did not get one silver not even a 40 percenter
0: wow but you know here's the beauty of that when you're doing the coin roll hunting as long as you've got the uh the extra cash on hand to, to get the rolls. If you didn't find anything, you're not necessarily out anything, but a little bit of your time because you've still got those coins. You can take them back into the bank. Might want to take them to a different bank, but you can take them back to the bank. Cause I know some of the banks, at least around here, if they suspect that's what you're up to, they, they get a little fussy with you. Yeah, they do. So you got to kind of switch them around, you know, uh, pick them up from one bank, deposit them at another. Right Or cash them That's in at another.
1: I can get you a battery. It'd take a little bit right now, but I can get you a battery. If, you know, if it's not holding the charge at all, uh, that type, so we can try and get your battery sent to you. And I'm sure Phil could change yeah, it. I mean, I mean they got oh, like I, I said, no our doubt. On there is a a video on how to do the battery.
0: Right, and and that is literally a walkthrough video. Yep. I mean, we could if we could get a monkey to watch the screen long enough, he could probably change
1: it. So, in fact, I think over at the shop, I have a brand new battery in stock. And if you want to give me a call tomorrow, in fact, I'm sure of it. We just did inventory. I had one left. I generally keep two to three on hand.
0: Yeah, and uh, like you said. They they may last a little longer sometimes, but usually you're looking at uh, two to three years probably before you're looking at any sort of battery, battery degradation. Right.
1: Somebody on Facebook is all I, I don't see your name. It just says Facebook user. I had a friend get me the Garrett AT Pro Z-Link. Do I need to get a different set of headphones or earbuds or something as well? Um, On the headphones, I don't know which model you have. There is a AT-Z-Link set of headphones that you have to have to pair with that. Uh, That's the best I can tell you right now. Okay. I may have to Uh, do some further looking in. Right. Um. yeah give me a call tomorrow Shannon uh, somewhere after 9 o'clock and uh, we'll get you uh, try to get you a battery so well and
0: I mean as as long as they're available it wouldn't take long to get one to her I'm sure no and I've got I know I've especially one, if you've got one, one in the shop
1: yeah we got one in the shop and I can replace I'll try and get over here pick it up and get it mailed off to her so we'll get that we'll get that Hello Lauren how you doing so yeah that's about it well Brothers. at least
0: at least you're not telling her the battery's not at least you're not telling her the battery's not bad. It's the shipping that's going to be killer.
1: Yeah, that's true. Ron's in for shock when I get to Aruba. Because <laughs> I was yep, sitting there. You're like, probably counting down the days. Yeah, Saturday. So Saturday, Janet. Going to uh, be some good times. I hope so. Hope everybody stays calm for two weeks so I can get down there and back. (laughs) You know. Oh, I'm sure they'll be okay. It's like Russia telling the Republic of Texas, secede, we'll back you. (laughs) And that actually happened, folks.
0: Yeah, I I don't, I I still, I don't see where that's going to have any influence on their choice. No. So, uh, just saying, I mean, Texas likes
1: to do what they want to do. One other thing I saw tonight. Out in Oregon, they have three big hydroelectric dams that power 80% of the state. Our president is trying to get a bill passed to shut them down. The cleanest form of electricity we have, and this numb. And we're going to shut it down. We're going to shut it down. And that was on the news tonight.
0: That is an absolutely brilliant idea. Why haven't we thought of that before? Right. Seething with sarcasm. (laughs) Right. So,
1: gotta love it. We've got a year left of this, idiot. Yeah. That's scary.
0: Well,. Yeah. Yeah that that's one way to that's one way to look at it for sure. I mean some some areas have a village idiot, but uh we put ours in the White House.
1: <laughs> oh. Russia back Yes, that was released at a Russian official, one of the high rankers, contacted the governor. Of Texas, and said they would back Texas if they wanted to succeed.
0: Yeah, I, I still don't see where that's going to encourage them one way or the other. I mean, no. th- and this is no. not the first time we've heard of Texas uh, having their difference of opinions.
1: I guess might be a good way to put it. Well, it is in the Texas Constitution that they can detach from the United States, and it was signed back in the day to become a free republic again. So, yeah,
0: it's crazy. Yeah, it really makes you wonder really makes you wonder we've got a winner i think
1: (laughs) you're right oh yeah i tend to follow this this texas thing pretty close it's like they've just about got it tied up they went from thousands to the one day was it yesterday this was the governor held a live new conference at the border Today, and he said, well, in the past three days, we had three get through. Nuts. So, that's quite right. a change. But then he was complaining about New Mexico, Arizona, and California. All they're doing to do is go around Texas and go on the other open gates.
0: Unfortunately,
1: yeah, you have a point. Yep, Barb says she got a new uh, laptop. Cool. Oh
0: well, good for her. Good for her. And we've got a silver dime winner. Oh, who who'll be that? I, well, they obviously they had to be in the YouTube chat earlier because that's where she was grabbing names from. That's the the ones that were commenting. Uh, Dave Crookshank, If you are in the YouTube
1: chat. Holler. He was. In fact, he just posted up there. Dave, you want a dime?
0: And everyone else can give him a big congratulations. Uh, so, Dave, you will have to PM me, because I know you're on Facebook. PM me, Josh Kimmel, with your name and your shipping information. And, and we'll get that out in the mail to you Uh and i'll i'll try to get that out sometime sometime this week or next week probably yeah i could probably do sometime this week and i can send you a message and let you know when it uh ships but past that we'll see what happens uh we'll probably I'm probably not going to bother to ship that with tracking or anything. I mean, it's just a dime. We'll uh, we'll take you on your word that it's arrived. <laughs> Congrats, Dave! Congratulations! Right, right. I well, I think I think I've seen Dave in the uh, chat over here on YouTube. Before in one of the Earlier live streams So apparently he's still Coming back and following things And that's always a plus because you never know Uh, Lately the Giveaways I've been doing I've been having Them come back And leave a comment after the stream So that we can Just do a random comment picker It makes things a whole lot simpler But We figured we'd see How things went to Getting people ready for the silver stack giveaway. Yep. That's coming for cool. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we may uh we may let that one loose while you're in Aruba having fun. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And Jason sounds like he's all excited. Uh he wants to do a Wednesday night. With the show all right um, I'm not sure when yet though uh we got to see what Wednesday works best for right. him and, he, we'll send him
1: uh, we'll send him a t-shirt
0: right, and I still think that uh I mean and unless he's just that excited and chomping at the bed i mean i'll I'll bring him on time, but we may wait and until you're back from Aruba to do that one. That way, you're right there. You can be the judge as to whether or not he gets his shirt.
1: Right. You're correct, Barb, by the way, on the last comment. Hmm. (laughs) John Ramoska. Dave's address is John Ramoska, Mount Prospect, Illinois. How about that? Hmm. I don't think so. Well, I thought a- that looked familiar. Yeah. He's having fun. So. Right? So what's talk about your yeah. silver stack you're giving out. How much is in that right now? That is a Morgan silver dollar,
0: a Walker half dollar, a silver Washington quarter, and a Mercury dime. Nice little stack. Yeah. And actually, I I was just talking to Tam tonight. We're gonna do something a little different with this one. We're we're gonna run that silver stack giveaway from Mike, uh like we did the Copper Meg giveaway, where I'm gonna let that run for a couple of weeks where people will come okay. back and comment on that video after the stream so that they can get themselves entered. But I'm gonna throw in a little extra bonus for some people, maybe. Okay. Because, you know, unfortunately, to have a winner, we have to have some losers too. But we'll see how well or how receptive to how how well a receptive people are to spreading the word. And If someone else comes in and enters that giveaway, if they win, when I get their shipping address for the silver stack from Mike, I'm going to ask them how they found out about the giveaway. And if they happen to find out about the giveaway from someone else that has entered, then that someone else just won a little something too. Right. Right. Sounds good. So we'll see how that goes. A little something different, you know. Uh I figure if if it works out that way where somebody else wins that they heard about it through someone else that had already entered, then the person that they heard it from, I will make sure and announce them on the stream as well. And let them know that they need to get their shipping information to me. And I'll get them out a nice piece of silver. Maybe it'll be a silver quarter. Maybe it'll be a silver half. Something like that. So they win a
1: little something too. Right. Let's see. Who was it? Jason? Yeah, hey, Jason. Those silver bullets have been around for a while, but you can find them. On Silvertown Web, they they oh make yeah nine millimeter all the way up to fifty caliber size.
0: Yeah, I was going to say they actually make them in a number of different sizes too. Yep, yep. I I can't remember now. I want to say I've even seen them things uh, what up to five or ten ounce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It but seems like, unless that got- was... Uh... Oh,
1: yeah. they Well, they've got a large selection of pretty much everything. Well, yeah. Silvertown, if you guys don't know, is one of the largest silver smelters in the United States. But they also, and I don't know if any ever watch it, Coin Vault yeah. Silvertown.
0: Right. And if you ever get the opportunity, I mean, I'm I'm sure you can just peruse their website, but if you ever get the opportunity to walk into Silvertown, you might want to do it just for the experience. It
1: it is something to see. They handle a lot of silver and gold. I've never been on their site. I I mean, I've never went over there. I would like to. But uh, they carry a a selection. Huge. And a lot of your Mm -hmm. coins that dealers get locally from wherever you may be, the call stuff, if they're can't move it; they'll sell it to Silvertown, and it gets melted. That's right.
0: Oh yeah, or uh, you know, Silvertown's got it sitting around in in there by the buckets.
1: Hmm.
0: It really oh. is. It's it's a sight to see. It Someday is I'll. a sight to see. but I would say uh, we covered a little bit about gold and silver. We uh, we even gave a silver dime away and, and announced them. Don't forget, send me that uh, message with your shipping information, Dave. And uh, we've covered that. You're anxiously
1: awaiting to depart for Aruba. Yeah, yeah, I am. Hey, buddy of mine just signed in. Michael Gatewood, how you doing? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We might have some drawings of some of the stuff I dug. Maybe I'll bring a bag full of uh, Corona bottle tops home. We'll give them away.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure there's plenty of them to find out there, oh,
1: yeah. and they like, their there. they like their German beer there. Heineken, Heineken tops everywhere, and oh, then yeah. the World yeah. World stuff.
0: I can I can see them being big on Heineken over there.
1: Don, I mean, hang on a second, Josh Don, uh, He's got what scoop am I taking to Aruba? I actually am taking the NACA 3-in-1. It breaks down. It's in the box. It doesn't cut on anything. Tightens up well and does a pretty dang good job. I like it. Right. Lightweight very portable. Lightweight. For, tra- lightweight.
0: for traveling, folks. it's it a Travel's pretty big- great. Especially if you're traveling abroad
1: like that. Yeah, uh, The T-Rexes, all those, they're very nice, but they're Heavy. They're a little cumbersome. So I'm taking one of the three-in-ones with me, and I've used them a lot. A lot of my friends. Now, we're in the Midwest. We don't get to go out beach hunt every day, and our beaches here have two inches of sand and eight inches of mud underneath. So it doesn't sift out while well, wet or dry.
0: <laughs>
1: right. <clears throat> That's the sort of stuff that'll give you Popeye arms. Right, and Dine Gold Line, Natka 3-in-1 Premier Scoop, or whatever they call it, and it's stainless steel. The only drawback... Yeah, it's a a good scoop. It's a good scoop. The only drawback I found, it uses these solid wing nuts, and you really got to tighten them, and you got to check them once in a while, because your digging action can loosen them up tighten them up once in a while you'll be fine and it has a short handle also if you just work in dry sand so it's a pretty decent little unit and yeah and
0: and that's one of the things that that unit has going for itself is the versatility of it
1: yep it is very versatile lightweight yeah i mean if if you're somebody that Excuse me. They're asking me questions, judge The Motley scoops are nice sand scoops. I won't knock them. Um, they are, but they're pricey. They're pricey. And they're fixed unless you get a carbon fiber shaft. And then it's like three feet long. You got to carry it on an airplane. So this one works. Out. You're going for a week two weeks it'll it'll do just fine yeah yeah absolutely i mean
0: if if you're one of those people out there that you do a lot of beach hunting right and and you would have to be doing quite a bit to justify it the anderson neptune breakdown handle the two-piece travel handle is a extremely nice piece of kit yeah but you have to ask yourself, can you justify the expense? I mean, like on my extreme scoop, I'm running just a one-piece Neptune handle, and those things are nice. I mean, I'm I'm running it with a uh, a modus lift assist, uh which are, are similar to the raptors, and it's it is they're, those neptune handles are super nice. You let go of your scoop in the water. It'll stand straight
1: up like a bobber. Uh, and Jason, you're correct on the Motley Sands groups. I've, I've messed with them; they're great. And there's other ones out there that are great. This fits my need to travel, and right the versatility go for of it. A week to two weeks a year down on the beaches, and it fills the gap real nice. And because uh, yeah. I'm not much of a beach hunter up along the muddy Mississippi River, uh, and I. I know of people they.
0: I know of people around here that they like to go to Florida for vacation once a year, but they just they don't do enough beach hunting to justify the purchase of scoops, so they usually just come and borrow one off of me for
1: their trip. Right. And they're two piece aluminum, and I've never bent a handle on them. They do a pretty decent job. No, they're and, not so wide. They're seven and a half inches across, but it fits in a suitcase in its box, and the handles lay along the edge, two piece. The only thing you want to watch is take the handle apart, clean it, fresh water, get sand, and keep going. But right, good,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with people asking about the Motley sand scoops, the Motley dig tools aren't bad either. But oh. they're, again, a little pricey. I can get the Motley line.
1: Mm-hmm. It's all. Yes, you're right, Barb. I mean, it's a piece of equipment. If you're doing it every day, you're near the beaches, you're working the beaches, let's so say, like, Steve up in, jersey and hitting those beaches or frank you want you know you want something that's really going to last they're going to go out a lot and these things are made to do just that the one and so is the if you take good care of it it, the uh uh, not the sand scoop but um you know you get the two-piece anderson carbon shafts with the t-handle on it and you're out there working the water all day long terry shannon and uh all those guys down there you need you need to have a real good piece of equipment right
0: yeah when when you're a hardcore beach and Mm -hmm. water hunter like them you want something that is going to last and put up to the sort of rigorous abuse you're going to put it through
1: and and it is
0: these guys are finding enough they can justify the
1: cost Right. Right. And, you know, I've shovels, hand tools, that kind of stuff. I sell a ton of them. And I, I've i had Grave Digger. I've had all kinds of different ones in. But you know what? They're nice. They're a little more expensive. They're powder coated. That does wear off, by the way. And things like that. But the, the Lesh. Hand tool is still a standard to me in the industry. They stand behind them. They're tough. Right. And they do a good job.
0: Yep. And people may think that that they're even a little on the pricey side, but I'll tell you what, you go out to your home improvement store or whatever, and you pick up a, a garden trowel, and you see how many of those you go through in a season Yep. If you're digging consistently and it doesn't take very much before you're up to the price of something
1: like a lash. Yep. So, well, bud, about 20 after, eight, about no, quarter after. Yeah, so. I think.
0: Yep, I think it's probably time to go.
1: Yep. And everybody have a safe night. Safe week. Get out if you can get out. Some areas are able to get out. I know Shannon and Phil have been out. And I saw some pretty muddy boots in a picture today. So. Oh, yeah. Well,
0: and speaking of having a safe night, safe travels to you and Jill.
1: Yeah. I'll be on Wednesday if you're around. Ah. All right. Well, yeah, it's
0: a good possibility, as long Goodbye. as I can get all of my to-do list out of the way.
1: Right. Barbara I generally put socks in it. <laughs> the water socks fold up and fit in there. She's telling me how to pack my scoop full of stuff, too. There you go. So, anyway, everybody right. have a safe week. Be careful out there good luck in your detecting if you can get out john take care buddy and shannon give me a holler and we'll see if we can get you a new battery installed that's what i'm guessing right. it is get that battery straightened out
0: right all right well you have a wonderful evening chuck thanks for dropping in
1: well thanks for having me you guys have a
0: All right, so uh, we did manage to get a winner for the Silver Dime. Looks like uh, Dave's got a Silver Dime coming to him. Congratulations once again to Dave. And uh, thanks to everyone for dropping by. Obviously, always a grand old time. And I did see a comment earlier in the chat. It looks like, I think from what I gathered from that, Frank, says that uh, his package should work just fine and that is a good thing that's that's what we were hoping for so who knows maybe I'll have to uh, get in touch with him and, and see how that's going along either way thanks for dropping by everyone don't forget check us out again We will be doing the Silver Stack Contest very soon. When? stay tuned. We sure are glad you found us here tonight. Thanks for dropping by and joining in. If you like metal detecting, treasure hunting, gold prospecting, or even entertaining discussion, check us out Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, on your favorite podcast distribution services.